Well, uh, you know, they said at 7.08 this morning, the Titan's submersible that was surveying or going to survey the Titanic wreckage, uh, according to estimates, would be out of oxygen. And then, mm-hmm. as of now, no sounds. We'll have a, a full update here shortly. But a whistleblower came forward five and a half years ago that worked for OceanGate mm-hmm. and actually went to the CEO and said, listen, this is not safe. I cannot approve this for any sort of manned voyage under under the sea or going to see um, the Titanic. And they had a, a meeting about it. And then when he said, I will not approve this um, uh, design, he was fired. Oh, wow. And then they've been then they both have sued each other. And then also the question is, can there be a wrongful death lawsuits if all five passengers end up dying? I mean, one is CEO of the company. Mm-hmm. There were waivers that they signed, I believe. Yeah. And, and has, this is not the first time this has gone down under the ocean, right? The third. Yeah, right. So there was two successful trips? That's my understanding. And a lot, a lot, more than a handful of canceled trips. Oh, and apparently yep. they've also been sued as well for people who've paid to be on, my understanding, been paid to go on Ocean Gate uh, submersible it got canceled and never got their money back. It's my oh. understanding. Um, I heard that. Yeah, I read that yesterday. We do have our official attorney, Lisa Lanier, on. Good morning, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hey. Good morning. Hey. Yeah. This company, man, is a hot mess. And the more you read about this submersible, the the funny. You know, it's not funny because they're probably dead. But I mean, yeah. the odd things like all the like the pictures that you're seeing of how they have like a game controller that they're using. You know, I mean, it's just right uh, to to navigate it. I mean, it seems like. It does seem like it's the technology was very crude, and you know why in the world would people want to spend that kind of money and take that kind of risk? I don't get it. But um, you're right, lawsuits all over the place. Um, the CEO was being sued, uh, who's who's missing, was being sued for taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from this Florida couple, and uh, he kept putting it off and putting it off and saying that you know sometimes it was safety reasons, sometimes it was because one of the escort ships backed out at the last minute but these people paid uh, back in 2016 they paid over two hundred thousand dollars almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars and at one point they were entitled to a refund they said under their contract and they say that the ceo came to their home in florida and begged them not to you know not to pursue the refund and instead he got them he talked them into signing a whole new contract that instead of having progress payments it was lump sum up front. So they went ahead and wired them all this money. And then they just finally, in uh, 2021, he said, okay, I'm ready for you to go on this on this voyage. And then for, for some reason at that point, I think they were just scared of it, you know, and done. And they said, no, thanks. We're pursuing a refund. And he said, I'm sorry that, you know, the contract says no refund. And um, so they sued him. And it's just been, you know, it's just been filed in February. It's just been kind of sitting. I don't know why um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, legal action there. So now that could continue, that that case could continue against the estate. It could also continue against the company. Um, but I don't know what what will be left to get you know, from either, really, because like you said, there's probably going to be lawsuits all over the place. Now, waivers were signed for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but if, um, it depends. I mean, waivers hold up to a certain extent, but if there was neglect you know if there was negligence you can't typically waive that and so you know if they did something just really stupid but it but if it was just the core in the course of you know what can happen when you're down there and nobody did anything negligent then the waiver holds and you're 
these people are screwed. Yeah, but when you sign a waiver, if you're going to something and, you, and the waiver, for what I understand, that waiver that they sign clearly states that Which, this is a dangerous mission and a lot of things could happen that are life-threatening. And I think it even says this is not even approved. I don't know all the details. I'm just, somebody called it bone-chilling. Yeah, like I think bone, he mentioned death tone, three times oh, yeah. in eight paragraphs. Yeah. If, if you're going to take a risk like this per se, and you know clearly this is a risk and it has not been approved by the people that are supposed to approve it, but you want to do it anyways because you're a risk taker, that waiver still does not cover you after you sign it? So a waiver covers you for any inherent danger in the event itself. But like, you know, let's say you sign a waiver to go on a, a catamaran on a sailing trip on vacation. And because, yeah, you know, sailing can be dangerous. There could be a storm. There could be high winds. You could capsize. But let's say what happens is the the captain of the catamaran is drunk and, you know, runs the boat aground. You didn't waive negligence. You didn't waive the captain being drunk. You waived normal dangerous stuff that can happen on a boat. And so that's I kind see. of the example is if they were negligent in some way. But it sounds like, I mean, from all we know so far, they, you know, whatever happened to them is probably part of the inherent risk of, of going this deep. You know, yeah. because of the pressure, the pressure is so unbelievable. The temperatures are unbelievable. They have to, you know, seal the people in in a way that they can't escape. There's limited oxygen. I mean, all of those things, if it was just something inherent in, you know, the, the massive pressure on the vessel, that sort of thing, then the waiver would, would hold. But it's the, it's the situation where, you know, you sign a waiver for zip lining. Zip lining is dangerous. You could get hurt, right? But what if, you know, the company, the zip line company failed to maintain the equipment, knew there was a danger, put you on it anyway, that waiver's not going to hold. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they, they leave some stuff out, you know, mm -hmm. that maybe the submersible. So, so that waiver, as long as it says, you know, there's maybe it has to be detailed as a risk of danger because it's still unknown to us. There's been limited research. There's a possibility of this, 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 this. And they start listing these possibilities is going to be more um, uh, probably better well protected for the company than if they said, well, you know what? We didn't tell them, but we're going to leave a few screws off the hatch here because it's uh, we can't find them and we're not going to tell them. Well, that that's a really good point, though, because even I mean, there was reading a quote today from Stockton Rush, the, the CEO and the man who designed the, the Titan saying that I've cut corners. So, I mean, unless that is. Right in the contract, isn't that considered negligence? In the waiver, the, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. In the in the waiver, isn't that considered negligence? Yeah, I mean the the admission of cutting corners is certainly not doesn't bode well. I mean, if you you know that's the kind of thing. Again, you're not waiving someone making dangerous decisions that are negligent. Yeah. You know that sort of thing. So so it would, it's going to depend on if you know if these and you know I mean these families may not. They may not sue, you know, I mean, they're like, you know, uber rich folks. I mean, they, you know, the money doesn't bring the person back. Right. I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, they may, they may definitely not pursue it, but um, who knows? I mean, there definitely seems to be a lot of openings for it. And, and there were other lawsuits, like you said, you know, swirling around this guy before this. It just seems like it was a, a very ill-fated concept to begin with. It does. The ocean is much more dangerous than people realize oh, yeah. deep sea exploration. Oh, absolutely. And and they're saying one theory we were talking about, I think, off the air, one leading theory is they think that it might just uh, um, imploded, imploded mm -hmm. which is about yeah. that, how ter terrifying is that? But I can also see like, all right, you have this guy, he has this company and he's going to be on it with you that you make me feel more comforted. Yeah. Because you're like, you oh, he's, he's very he's so confident he's going to be on there with us. But yeah, the same. And give me this tour yeah. and and. 
the actual main part of the vessel was had designs by NASA and other engineers, but then they had like the weird Camping World lights and the right. But with fake that, Xbox that, controller. That camping world, but the things that he cut corners on, in my opinion, those would have to be the reason for the accident. Right. If the accident was not because right. of the cutting of the corner. Because what's the, uh, is it SpaceX or what, some of these these rock, the ships that yeah. go into space? Yeah. I mean, they're dangerous. We know right. they're very dangerous, and they can do what they all they, they can do. But we already seen some explode, and it's the same situation, right? They're signing these waivers for this company, and the, if it explodes, that waiver maybe yeah. is covering a lot of that, unless they specifically know. But here's what I don't understand: they already have a sub because I was updated today about the James Cameron sub that went down there and his submersible thing and he's went down there 33 times like it was no big deal i mean it's a big deal but compared to this so it's like why are these people that are so rich just not using the one that already went down there 30 times why this new one that's only been down there once or twice i don't know that's a good question well, I, I think <laughs> and lisa sorry to interrupt i think the james cameron was was like a one-man vessel like he was, there wasn't room yeah, for it. Other, it it's not, it's not like a tourist type thing. So this is money making. This, yeah, I mean, this he is did like, it for yeah. himself, mm -hmm. and then this is, this was, you know, to bring people down there. But it's still, but, uh, other, but there's been other ones <laughs> yeah. that have been safer that have gone down even further. Yeah. Uh, not for the Titanic, but to the thirty thousand feet, which is the deepest point of the ocean. <clears throat> but Lisa, also, there are ten submersibles in the world that are certified to go twelve thousand feet and deeper. And the Titan was the only one that was not certified, and they don't have to be, but they refused to even go through the certification process. Maybe that was also part of the waiver. Yeah, it was like we're yeah, we're not say that. we're not certified, so right. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh boy. All right, so you yeah. think if they did sue, there there should there's some openings here, and they could win, but they might not do it because of the money and not bringing the people back. But well, I mean, I don't think there's as many openings here as as in you know something like you know sailing or zip lining where you know like you know where you can really concretely say okay the danger is to a certain point and then you can pinpoint what went wrong and if it was negligent or not but here it's so so super dangerous and i don't know if we'll ever know what went wrong so i think it makes it a very difficult case to get around the way okay got you mm -hmm. well she's awesome she's the best official attorney of jared and katie in the morning if you're ever injured on your job contact her right away don't wait at hireaheavyweight.com top 100 attorney in the entire country which is phenomenal